Chapter 14 of the Border Bandits. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Border Bandits by J. W. Buell. A Terrible Fight in Mexico. After robbing the Gallatin Bank, the James boys left Missouri and went to Texas where they remained a short time and then crossed the border into Mexico. It has been suspected that they drove a herd of cattle across the border with them, but of this there is no ready proof, and the crimes of some greasers may have been attributed to the bandits. In the month of May, 1860, Frank and Jesse James rode into Matamoras, and as there was a fandango advertised to take place at a public house on the night of their arrival, they decided to attend. Accordingly, when the night shadows fell, they paid the price of admission and entered the hall, which was rapidly filling up with swarthy senoritas and hidalgos. From the belts of the latter protruded the glittering handles of bright, keen stilettos in preparation for the affray, which is always anticipated. The dance began about eight o'clock with much spirit, and the whirl of the graceful girls soon excited a desire on the part of Frank and Jesse to participate, although they were not familiar with the movements and figures of the Spanish dances. Nevertheless, they essayed an attempt, which only served to excite the ridicule of the Mexicans, who, by gesture and speech, went so far in their sport and mimicry of the outlaws that at length Frank James knocked down one of the boldest. This act came near proving disastrous to both the boys. For the moment the Mexican fell to the floor, another powerfully built Hidalgo struck Frank a blow on the cheek, which sent him spinning into the laps of two girls who were seated on a bench awaiting partners. For a moment he was so stunned as to scarcely know what to do. But Jesse saw where his aid was most needed, and the next instant the powerful Mexican fell with a bullet in his brain. A general fight then ensued in which Jesse and Frank rushed for the door, but their passage was impeded, so nothing remained for the boys except to clear away by shooting those who stood before them. Frank received a thrust in the shoulder from a stiletto, and Jesse's right forearm was punctured with a similar instrument, but the boys fired rapidly and with such effect that four Mexicans lay dead and six others were dreadfully wounded, some mortally. Jesse was the first to break through the doorway, and as he did so, he turned at the very instant a dagger in the hands of a strong Mexican was directed at Frank's heart, but ere the hand fell to its purpose, a bullet from Jesse's pistol entered the Mexican's eye, and he dropped dead at Frank's feet, striking the dagger deep into the floor as he fell. This fortunate shot enabled Frank to escape from the building, and as the Mexicans had no arms except stilettos, they were powerless to continue the fight, but many of them rushed to their homes to procure firearms and horses, and the place was swarming so rapidly with blood-craving hidalgos and greasers that the only avenue of escape lay in the river. They accordingly rushed toward their horses, which were hitched in the woods nearby. But just before reaching them, three powerful Mexicans suddenly sprang upon Frank James, who was a little in the rear, and attempted to bind him with a stout cord, which they threw over his shoulders. Fortunately, in running, he had picked up a large bludgeon, 
which lay in his path and shaking himself loose from the grasp of his assailants he laid about him so briskly with his formidable weapon that in a moment the three mexicans lay stunned on the ground at his feet then hastily joining jesse who had already mounted and was holding his horse for him he sprang into the saddle and putting spurs to their restless steeds they plunged boldly into the rio grande and swam to the other side while the mexicans were riding about in every direction trying to find the bandits whom they did not imagine would dare to take to the river the boys made good their escape but the wounds they had received in the fight were of a most painful nature and required careful attention frank's was the most severe and had not jesse bandaged it with the greatest skill the outlaw must have bled to death before obtaining medical aid for one of the veins in his neck had been severed the two reached concepcion a small town in texas about one hundred miles from matamoras where they remained in charge of a surgeon for nearly three months before their wounds had healed sufficiently to permit them to travel End of chapter 14 Recording by John Brandon